So good evening. Uh, good to see you guys. Uh, welcome Glenn, Chart, um, Rosanna, uh, Greg, Sumi, John Pierre, and I'm not going to go through 32 names right now, but uh, good to see you. Good to see um, uh, that uh, you guys made it in time and uh, yeah, just looking forward to sharing with you what, uh, what I believe God's plan is for your business. And um, yeah, maybe first of all, if this is your first time with us, your first time with Grace Life Business Leaders, uh, just what we're about is uh, we're about helping you impact your world through business. And we see business as a vehicle uh, to reach the world, to change the world and to, to make the world a better place. And uh, we know that uh, most people need to work. Uh, therefore, um, it's a good place to, to, to minister. Uh, it's a good place to then also gain understanding because there's also a lot of time that goes obviously into that. Uh, there's a lot of time that we spend uh, in in business where we spend at work than we spend in uh, different places um, and uh, it's great to to be productive it's great to go through these uh, um, things we call business and um, it is awesome to know that we can be creative uh, in the in the business sphere and uh, that we can go about um, things God's way so I don't know about you but um, I guess we all had to be creative in some way uh, because of lockdown, because of the changes, and uh, because of the way things work now. Um, hasn't only been negative, I'm sure, uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of people and a lot of you still going through challenges and uh, still uh, working about things in a different way or a new way. So, yeah, business leaders really about impacting your world through business. Um, and if we're successful in business, we can focus on people. Um, if we've got systems and stuff in place, we don't need to look at... Um, that the whole time we can actually get to the people that we either work with, work for, or our clients. So that's business leaders in a nutshell, impacting your world uh, through business. And tonight then I'm going to do the first session. Um, so I'm just going to share quickly on some leadership lessons, leadership lessons, and then God's plan for your business. And then Chart is going to share with us finding your why in business, finding your why in business. So uh, it's not every night that you have uh, two ex-ShopRite employees uh, both industrial engineers qualified uh, sharing at a business leaders conference. <laughs> so Chad, I don't know why it took me so long to uh, to get you on. Um, maybe because we're too similar. Um, but uh, yeah, Chad got into ministry, into uh, into industrial engineering, and into ministry before me. Uh, so uh, um, I've been uh, watching him and uh, and following his lead probably. But it's awesome. Um, currently, I'm uh, still working as a business consultant as well. Uh, also a campus pastor for Grace Life in Stellenbosch together with my wife. And uh, yeah, have a few years experience in the corporate world. So uh, <clears throat> I think it puts me in a good spot to, to speak to you tonight. So first of all, just wanted to share some quick things about leadership. So this is business leaders. Uh, so we share about leadership. We share about business. Uh, we share about God's plan for business and uh, how God goes about those things and how we can go about it as well. So first of all, I wanted to ask you, what is your definition of leadership? What is your definition of leadership? And if you don't know about the chat function, you can use the chat box and um, you can uh, use that to be interactive with us. Uh, what is your definition of leadership? So if you think about the word leadership, what is it that comes to mind? Again, there's probably wrong answers and right answers. There's better answers. But um, yeah, what is your definition of leadership? I think it's good um, to, to look at that and uh, then go for it from there. So what is your definition of leadership? What do you think is a good leader? I read a quote earlier today that said you need to be the leader, um, be the leader other people would want to follow or be the leader you want to follow. Now, that's not always that easy because uh, sometimes leadership is difficult. Sometimes leaders is the guys who 
You need to make the hard, the hard calls. You need to have the difficult conversations. Um, but it's people who's willing to do that, to have those chats and to, to say, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll go. Um, I'll lead and you can follow. So I'm going to just read some of them. Um, it's uh, inspiring others to action, to lead by example, to cast vision, to serve others with direction and by example, um, exercising influence. So yeah, leadership really is definitely influence. Um, someone who teaches people skills to enable them to do their job or whatever they are trying to do to the best of their abilities and to inspire and support and even push them where need to be. That's good. Leadership is taking people from where they are to where they should be. Um, it's coaching. I like that, John Pierre. Uh, leaders has vision. Um, taking full accountability and responsibility of the goal at hand and guiding others to help and achieve that goal. Uh, that's definitely true as well, Tace. It's uh, the person who says, this is where we're going. And uh, I don't know about you, but if you found that uh, people really like to follow. Um, Jesus said that we're all sheep. And uh, sometimes people will even go with you if you go in the wrong direction. Uh, just because uh, they, they just like to follow. And uh, that's really a, a, a both an advantage and a disadvantage. Is uh, people will follow um, instinctively. So if you follow where people go, or people follow you where you go, uh, make sure you're going in the right direction. Um, because uh, people will go if you go. Um, ben says, equipping people to be more than where they started. Yeah, taking them from where they are to we, where they uh, should be. Commission work. And uh, Talita says, to serve by example. So, yeah, that's really uh, a, a lot of good answers there. Thank you so much. And I think we can uh, definitely define leadership as such. Um, I was thinking about this as well myself. And uh, just uh, wanted to, to, to go about that and say um, that <clears throat> in the Bible, we find the word leader in some of the newer translations, but we never find the word leadership. We never find the word leadership. And I was thinking then, uh, what, what are we then instructed to do as business leaders, as people in, in industry, as people in uh, captains of teams? Uh, what is it that we're instructed to do if we're not called to, to just lead? And one of the things that we're instructed to do, there's obviously many things, is uh, to imitate Christ. Um, in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, um, Paul writes and he says, follow me, or actually the word there better translated is imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ. Imitate me. It's like a child looking at his father and doing what he sees the father do. So we need to imitate Christ. We need to do what Christ has done. And then that really will put us in a good position uh, to be great leaders. Isaiah 55 and verse 4 um, in the Passion Translation says, see, I made him a witness to the nations. An example of leadership. So I say in the newer translations, you get the word leadership, but not in the older ones. It says an example of leadership. He's speaking about Jesus. He's an example of leadership as a prince and commander of peoples. A commander, a prince, an example of leadership. So when we want to be good leaders, and if I say now, if we were in a room and I said, raise your hand if you want to be a good leader, I'm sure all of us will put our hands up. That's why you're here tonight. You're here to to, to learn, to grow, to, to invest into yourself and your company, to be able to invest into your team and your business or your uh, department, whatever you're leading. Um, but what is it then? How, how can we be good leaders? So we see that. We read in the chat box there um, that it's, it, it's exciting stuff. It's, uh, it's awesome, um, but it's difficult. Um, okay, guys, let me just check. Is it, Chad, how's the sound on your side? Uh, maybe you can uh, just switch off your video for a bit. Okay, guys, just stay there. I'm going to be back now.
Jolene, uh, unfortunately we can't mute you, uh, but you're unmuted. Peter, I don't know. Okay, is that better? Chad, can you hear me now? It seems to be jumping on different networks, so I should be on the right one now. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. You think you got everything ready and you just put a backup up and then your laptop decides to go for the backup. So sorry about that, everyone. Um, I'll be with you in a moment. I've got some nice slides which I want to share with you. So let's see if I can do that. Uh, Jod, if it's bad again, just tell me, but uh, it should be on the fiber now. Okay, cool. okay so we are not called to, to do anything but imitate Christ. As leaders, that's the greatest example. Christ is our example of leadership. He is the one that we follow. Um, there is the verse, Isaiah 55 and verse 4 says, See, I made him a witness to the nations, an example of leadership, a prince and commander of people. So, what it says there, if you want to be a great leader, follow Jesus, <laughs> imitate Jesus, imitate Jesus Christ, and then you'll be a great leader. And we want to use business again to, to influence the world, to change the world, to reach people. Um, and then if we're great leaders, we're going to be able to, to, to lead better, to, to reach more, to go further. So imitate Christ, imitate just as I also imitate Christ. Follow me. People want to follow us if we follow Christ. That makes us great leaders. Uh, and that is a, a great thing. So what are we called to do? We are called to imitate Christ. We are called to love people. So imitating Christ, what does that mean? In a sense of business, in a sense of leadership, uh, this, will, uh, this will work. I promise you, this will work. Love people. Your love for one another will prove the world, to the world that you are my disciples. Your love for one another. People know whether you care or not. They know whether you care about them. Not just about the work they do, not just about the delivery, not just about the results whether you care about them. And uh, it's important. Care to, for those below you. Care for those above you. Care for your customers. Love them. Serve people. The Son of Man, Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve. If serving is beyond, but beneath you, leadership is beyond you. If you're not willing to serve, then you're not going to win. You're not going to be a great leader. You're not going to win. Um, serve people. Love people. That's what Jesus did. And He was a great leader. He was the best leader. Our greatest example. How, what do we do about leadership? We feed people, feed them, train them, teach them, and take care of them. Feed them, train them, teach them, take care of them. If you want to be a great leader, you feed your people. You feed them with great teaching. You feed them. You show them. You take their hands. You take care of them. Then this is what Jesus said to Peter. Uh, take care of my sheep. Tend to my flock. Feed my sheep. Care for people. Care for your team. Make sure that you put your phone down when they walk into your office. Make sure that you, you look them in the eye. Make sure that you ask, what's it, uh, what, how's it going at home? A great key that I want to share with you tonight, that business is people. People, I know we live in an AI world. I know we live in a place where people, um, robots are taking over. Algorithms are running the show. But at the end of the day, it's still people. People make deals. People are your clients. People are the ones working for you. So when we take care of people, when we validate people, when we value people, I promise you we're going to be successful. Feed them, take care of them, teach them, love them, serve them. 
your team. Serve people above you. Serve people below you. Serve people next to you. Love people above you, below you, next to you. Just uh, think about serving your client. Client service. The world knows about these things. Serving people. Teaching them. Go you therefore and teach all nations. Teach all nations. And uh, with that as well, um, I saw a post that someone yesterday posted that um, the gospel is the ticket to the end of the world. And I love that. And uh, you can use business as your vehicle to go to the end of the world, but the gospel is the ticket. So the gospel is why we do these things, reaching people. And uh, if we want to be great leaders, we have to lead people. You can't lead systems. You can't lead algorithms. You can't read, uh, lead robots. Uh, you can lead people. You can love them. You can teach them. And you can train them. And that will make you a great leader. When we imitate Christ, we by default become great leaders. I know there's someone here tonight. You're asking, how can I improve in my leadership? How can I be a better leader? And I want to share with you that it's when you imitate Christ, when you do what Christ has done, then you follow the example. You imitate the great example of leadership as a prince, as a commander of peoples. That's what he came to be, to, uh, to be our prince, to be our king priest. So... That's just uh, for free. <laughs> that was the first part, just uh, on leadership. And now I wanted to share with you what is God's plan for your business? What is God's plan for your business? So there's a many things that you can say. And again, if we're going to ask for answers, I'm sure we're going to have many. We're going to have plenty of answers. What is God's plan for your business? And that's probably why you are here tonight, because you wanted to know the answer to that question. And what a great question, because if God isn't in it, then... Uh, we shouldn't be either. I think that's a great thing uh, to realize. If God, if the one, what's it? If the um, God doesn't build a house, they who build it build it in vain, or build it in pride, actually, um, because it's without God. And we're not here to just build big empires. Uh, we're here to build businesses because we want to reach people. And uh, I'm just going to start off with that. <laughs> I know there's a mentality out there in uh, in the kingdom business that uh, there's kings and priests. And the priests serve people and the, uh, the, um, is it the kings make money and give it to the church to serve people. And that's not true. You are a king priest. You are a king and a priest. You're uh, fulfilled according to Christ, which is after the order of Melchizedek, which was a king and a priest. So whether you're in business, you're not in business to make money only. You're in business to make money and serve people. Maybe the other way around. You're in business to reach people and then make money. You're, if you're in ministry, you're also there not just to serve people. You're there to, to be a king, to reign, to rule, and to uh, live according to Christ. So, what is God's plan for your business? Well, first of all, we need to deliver excellence. We need to be able to give our best. As We want to be the best at what we do. We want to be of excellence. And I mean, there's, the word is full of examples of that. But uh, again, if we imitate Jesus, He didn't come and do a half job. <laughs> uh, he didn't uh, like he finished what he set out to do i mean if that's a word for you you want to be great in business finish what you set out to do it's easy to start something it's much more difficult to finish it and jesus went all the way he's our greatest example i love this from colossians 3 it says servants this is the message translation do what you're told by your earthly masters and don't just do the minimum that will get you by i mean a lot of what we hear in the world currently is like, you're not a slave, you're a son. And the word is true in that sense, but the word is still true for servants. It doesn't say stop being a servant or like be a rebel and don't be a slave. It says when you're a slave, serve, serve and do it well. 
Uh, don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart because you're working for your real master for God. Uh, the Ephesians speaks about eye-pleasing and men-servants. Men-servants, serving men. No, we're not serving men, even in business. Uh, we're there for a greater purpose. And that's why we get up in the morning and that's why we go and that's why we make the best of what we do and of our opportunities because we're there, we're serving God, we're reaching people. Work from the heart for your real master. Confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Just because we're Christians doesn't mean we get away with it. In fact, we should live to a higher standard. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. <laughs> I know that's probably not what you expected tonight, but being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. Rather, great, give your best. Give great work. Giving your best doesn't mean stay till 12 and forget about your family. That's not what I'm saying. When you work, work hard. When you're productive, be productive. But uh, give your best because being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up. What is the purpose of your business? Delivering excellence, giving great products. The purpose of your business is provision. The word says that if you're uh, those that steal or those who want to eat need to work. <laughs> so uh, there's a word for someone as well. To provide for you, your family and for ministers. There again, Acts 20, 34. No, you know this. I worked with my own two hands making tents. Paul speaking. And he said... I paid my own expenses and my companions' expenses as well. And I love Paul's attitude. I mean, if you think about one person in the world, who would we say like, they they um they don't have to work. We if if we look at ministers, these people like Paul said, well, I'll work. I'll I'll even pay. He even paid for his companions. I would think his companions should pay for him. But it's about provision. It's about making sure that we have enough and that we can live and look after our families. That's the purpose of business. The purpose of business is generosity, not just to have, but to give. Again, Paul said, I work and I work with my own hands, making tents to serve me, to look after myself, but also to look after my companions. It goes on in Acts 20, and this is my last gift to you, this example of a way of life. Paul was a great imitator of Christ, a great example. We can also look at his life, a life of hard work, a life of helping the weak. A life that echoes every day those words of Jesus, our King, who said it is more blessed to give than to receive. Why do we work? Why do we start businesses to provide, but also to be able to give? How awesome to know that you have a purpose in your business. You have a purpose in your career. And one of those purposes is to be able to give. So our purpose is to deliver excellence, great products, to be an example, to, um, to provide and to be able to give. We don't give to get. We give what we have. Therefore, we work to get so that we can give. And I think there's much to be said about that. But I want to go into too much detail. We work. We put our hands to the plow so that we can give, so that we can earn, so that we can give. I read something the other day and uh, this person said he believes one of the greatest travesties of Christianity is that people are promised a wishing basket where we put in money and we, we never go to work. And we expect things to come from that wishing basket where the word clearly says, if you don't work, don't eat. And uh, that's, uh, that's good. <laughs> if you don't work, don't eat. So let's work. Let's work creatively. Let's work with God. Let's work for Him as our master. And um, then we know that we'll be able to give and we'll be looked after as well. Purpose of business. Definitely evangelism. Purpose of business is evangelism. Where will you meet people but in the business place? That's a great place to meet people. It's a great place to meet unbelievers. 
Jesus said in Matthew 28 to the disciples, go into all the world. And uh, what I believe the church heard is uh, all the world come to church. Where Jesus said, church, go to all the world. And uh, where we meet people who are not believers, who are burned by church, who doesn't want to know anything about God, it's in the marketplace. It's in the workplace. It's between, it's, it's people. It's, that's where the unbelievers are because they still need to eat. Uh, they still need to provide and they also want to have a lot of comfort. So evangelism, the purpose of our business is, is to be able to reach people with the good news of Jesus. Business is people. We value people. Therefore, we serve them. We love them. We teach them. But what do we teach them? We teach them business, but we want to teach them about Jesus. We want to give them the good news. We want to show them um, just how good our God is. Yeah, Acts 17, 17. As in the previous cities, he went to the synagogue. Once again, he engaged and debated about Jesus with both ethnic Jews and devout Greek converts to Judaism. He would even wander around in the marketplace, speaking with anyone he happened to meet. So what did you think Paul was telling them in the marketplace? He was telling them about the gospel. He was telling them about Jesus. Yes, he was selling tents and he was maybe getting some orders. But that's not why he was there. Why was Paul making tents? To support ministry. That was his purpose. He was making tents to support ministry. He was reaching out in the marketplace. Sharing the gospel. Sharing the good news. So, before we get to that. What is the purpose? What is God's plan for your business? First of all, I wanted to say. If we work for Christ. What would that look like? As a manager. If Jesus is your manager. How would that look? I believe he would say go home on time. I believe he would say spend time with your family. I believe he would say, that's enough now. That's good enough. Thank you. I believe he would say, people is more important than systems. I believe he would say that people is the eternal one. I believe he would say that he wants to provide for you. I would believe he would help you deliver excellence. I believe he would help you love people. I believe he would help you and lead you and guide you and teach you and serve you. And then that would be a great example for us to imitate. Now, guess what? That is who we serve. We serve Christ. We serve our master, we serve him, not just in church, not just next to our bed on our knees, if that is how you pray, not just when you open the word, but it speaks about it clearly that when we work, when we serve our masters, when we serve other people, uh, we serve Christ. That is how we could work. And that really takes off a lot of bondage. That takes off a lot of the things and the pressures of this world. That takes off a lot of, uh, of the things that you all might be, be struggling with. Um, a lot of the pressures that you get, a lot of the pressures that people put on you. Because if you think, well, this guy might not be happy if I go home now, but I'm sure Jesus would be happy. And I think I shared it on Sunday as well. Um, if, if, if I want to go home at a good time after five, um, I know my wife is waiting. I know I can help and be a blessing, go bath the kids and whatever. If I walk into that corner office and Jesus sits there, what do you think he will say? I'm sure he would say, what are you still doing here? <laughs> Did you put in a good day work? Now get out of here. Um, because we're not eye-serving men pleasers. We serve from the heart. We give good um, products. We deliver excellence. We work to provide, not for excess, but for provision. There's a big difference there. And uh, for generosity, so that we are able to give. We don't want to steal. We want to work. We want to earn. We want to be provided for. And we want to even provide for other ministers, for the mission and for church. We want to use business uh, to reach people. We want to love on people. We want to serve them. We want to teach them. And uh, we want to share them 
uh, the good news message. We want to get them into heaven. Because guess what? Your business is not going to last as long as you are. If you're a believer, you are going to last longer than your business. I prophesy that. <laughs> Amen. And that's a prophecy that's going to come true. And um, business really, for me, is uh, like, a, like a game of chess. And uh, I know that has been an analogy that's been used. But at the end of the day, it's not just how you play. It's who you play with. It is how you play. Um, in terms of not just the strategy, but are you friendly when people engage with you? Are you, um, is it a nice game? They're not just going to remember who won, but they're going to remember you. Because at the end of this world, uh, when, we, uh, when we pack up and leave, we're going to pack up that business and it's going to stay right here. It's going to go back in the box. And uh, people will not. People are eternal. People are going to move forward. Uh, so just remember that. The purpose of business is uh, people. And that's why really we exist as business leaders um, or Grace Life business leaders is we want to help you impact your world. Yes, of course, be successful. Of course, bring in great systems. Of course, be profitable. Because if you're not profitable, how are you going to provide? If you're not profitable, how are you going to be generous? Uh, if you don't have good systems, you'll never be able to serve people because you're always going to run around fighting crises. Um, but uh, to be know that, that what we do is, is good enough and what we have is enough. I think that's key. And one last thing before I'm going to hand over to Chart that I wanted to share with you guys is um, on contentment. And I really believe that this is a key for success um, because the word says, be content with what you have. Now, speaking about Jesus, but also on a practical level, be content with the projects you have. Be content with the responsibilities you have. Be content with the team you have. Because if you're going to take after that, if you're going to look after your team, if you're going to deliver on your projects, if you're going to look after the deliverables, if you're going to take care of what you have right now, if you're going to be content instead of running around and playing politics and looking for new opportunities and always trying new clients, look after the clients you have. Look after the team you have. Deliver on the responsibilities you have. Finish the projects you have. Be content with that. And I promise you there will be increase. I promise you. If you are faithful with that, you will be given more, more responsibility, more people. But um, yeah, there's a temptation out there to always look for more. If you're on Instagram, you want to be on Facebook. If you're on this, you want to be on that. Be on where you are. Look after what you've got. Look after your clients and look after what God has placed in your hand. Value that. Deliver on that and, uh, and, and value the people uh, that you interact with. So on that note, I'm going to hand over to uh, Chart Willefeer. Uh, the campus pastor in uh, Grace Life Piketberg, um, Chart, you're a great example. The stories that you're going to tell us, I'm sure, uh, is great examples of um, just uh, how you lived some of these principles out uh, in the business realm. So, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm going to give over to you. Thank you so much.